0: Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Monday, November 29, 2021. Stand up for your country. So I hope you all had a very nice Thanksgiving. We'll get into that in a little while. Uh, I hope you read my column, A Very Biden Thanksgiving, posted on BillOReilly.com. Um, you'll enjoy it, I believe. And we want to wish all our uh, Jewish viewers from around the world a very happy Hanukkah, which began last night. Okay, so President Biden, a busy day, busy day. Uh, 11.45, Omicron variant of COVID. Now, I'm going to get into this um, interesting story, but not what you think it is. 2 p.m., holiday shopping season. I don't know what he, uh, Mr. Biden is going to do about that, but he's going to discuss it. And then supply chains at 345. Now, all it is is just BS. You all know that. And I'm not being critical of President Biden. It was BS when Trump did it, when Obama did it. All right? They just sit there and, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. But that's how the government works. Rasmussen daily tracking, 42% of likely U.S. voters say President Biden's doing a good job. 57% say he's not. All right, COVID, 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 COVID. So during the Thanksgiving break, the media had nothing to do. All the political garbage is shut down. Not a lot of big stories. There was some crime stuff we'll get to. But then out of nowhere comes South Africa and uh, the Omicron variant. And then hysteria ensues from the media, which immediately infects everybody who consumes the media. Omicron, variant, oh, it's coming. The fifth wave, coming. Okay, yeah, it's coming. But it's not going to be any different than the other four waves. In fact, it'll be Less, in my opinion, at least here in the USA, where 65% of people have sought protection through vaccine. So even if you get the Omicron variant, you'll be laid up for a few days, but you're not going to die. Our exceptions to every rule. So let's run it down. South Africa, very poor country, beautiful, but poor sanitary conditions, horrible. So you would expect something like this to happen. And then the planes, SAA, good airline, fly all over the world. Canada, Australia, Holland, planes coming in from South Africa, bring in this. We've already traced it down. USA don't have any right now, but we will. So then the headlines come. This is the Guardian, a piece of garbage, left wing, Propaganda sheet out of London. New COVID variant. No surprise when rich countries are hoarding vaccines. Of course. Okay, that's how they spin it. Washington Post. New COVID variant. Same Republican denialism. What? 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 What Republican denialism? What are you talking about? The Washington Post slogan is "Democracy dies in the darkness." The real slogan should be "We killed democracy." The Washington Post. Everything is political. It's absurd. MSNBC. New COVID variant leads to Republican conspiracy theory. Ah. Finally, CBS News. Good reason to be worried. As Omicron COVID variant spreads fast. Ooh. Ooh. You see, now, unfortunately, everybody doesn't watch the no-spin news. And they're victims of the propaganda that just permeates everything we do every day we do. So here's the story. COVID is going to be here forever. going to be like the flu. And we're never going to get rid of it. There are going to be 85 variants of it. Okay? It's just the way it is in the world. It's a new infection. And we're not going to beat it. What will happen is that stronger and stronger vaccines will mitigate the virus for those who take it. But in the meantime, we have 20 percent of Americans, a lot of people. It's about 70 million. We're not going to take it. We're not taking a vaccine. We don't care. We're not doing it. That crew will spread the vaccine. They're called crossover cases. There are more of them now because the initial vaccine is waning. So nobody knew this when Trump came up with it. They didn't know how long the protection would last. Well, now we're seeing that after about nine months, it ticks down, which is why people are getting boosters to get them back up to above 90%. But 20% of people are just not going to get vaccinated. And some of those people will get infected with COVID and they will pass it along. Not going to change, All right? That's just the way it's going to be. But you can't destroy economies, lockdown, mandate, you have to live with it. So Biden now says there's going to be a travel ban of South Africa and seven other countries because of this new COVID thing. I don't have a beef with that. I do it. But remember when Trump stopped flights from China and then a couple of weeks later from Europe? Here's what Biden said. This is very interesting. March 12, 2020, Joe Biden, quote, a wall will not stop the coronavirus banning all travel from Europe or any other part of the world will not stop it. Hey, Joe. Harris, quote, Trump's extended un-American travel ban undermines our nation's core values, is clearly driven by hate, not security. <laughs> so, and these people are elected. These are people, But now... We're banning it, but they should. There's a hot spot in the world. We don't want flights coming in there from there, right? Israel shut down everybody. So Israel, a very claustrophobic state, packed in, and they take draconian measures. We don't have to. We shouldn't. So the guy delivering all this is Fauci, Anthony Fauci. Uh, So if you listen to Fauci, and I'm paid to do it, so I do it, it's always might, could, possibly. It's all that. Speculation. He doesn't come in and say, here are the facts. Boom, 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 boom. Never does it. All right. Speculation, speculation, speculation. Roll the tape. Well, we are certainly have the potential to go into a fifth wave and the fifth wave uh, or the magnitude of any increase, if you want to call it that, it'll turn into a wave will really be dependent upon what we do in the next few weeks to a couple of months. For example, we have now about 62 million people in the country who are eligible to be vaccinated who have not yet gotten vaccinated. So. He- Anthony, I guess, wants to come to your house and force you to get vaccinated. Clearly unconstitutional. Okay, so why is Fauci there? What good does he do? It's time for him to leave, right? It's I don't see one positive this man ever delivers. All the people on the right, Republicans, conservative, independent traditionalists, they don't trust him. There's not one conservative in a country to trust Anthony Fauci. So why is he there? For liberals? We need a doctor, an expert of infectious disease, to deliver facts. We don't need Anthony Fauci anymore. We never needed him. You may remember when I interviewed Donald Trump a few weeks ago, I asked Trump why he didn't fire Fauci. And he said basically because it was a political thing. If he had, it would have been a firestorm on his head. And that was true. But Trump then said, I didn't listen to Fauci anyway, which is true as well. Okay, so the weakness here is twofold in this country. Number one, we have people who won't get vaccinated. And look, I've said from the very beginning I wouldn't mandate it. It's unconstitutional. You don't want to get vaccinated. You don't have to. But for me, vaccination is a patriotic act because it cuts down on transmission. Now, I get letters every single day of my life. What about this? What about that? What about herd immunity? What about if you had COVID? Fine. If you and your doctor come to the conclusion that a vaccination is not good for you, or the people around you, I'm with you hundred percent. Okay. But for the mass people in the United States, the more who are vaccinated, the less horror we are going to have always with exceptions. So it depends a lot on where you live. If you live out in the country and you're not around a lot of people, you're not going to be spreading COVID if you're not vaxed. But if you live in a big city and you are on transportation with other people or in an office place and you're not vaxxed, you're going to spread it. Because there's a few days where nobody knows you even have it. You don't know. Now, if you're vaxxed, you can spread it too, but at a much less rate. Transmission rate is much less. Look at the CDC stats. They're up on its website. Okay. The final thing is, look, if you're not going to get vaxxed, and again, I see it as a patriotic act. Because this COVID thing just can't keep shutting the economy down and torturing the kids in school. Can't keep doing this. So even if you're afraid, take it for the team, the home team, USA. But if you absolutely won't, then know where the COVID testing center is near you. Know where that is. So if you're not feeling well, you can whip on over and get the test. Like this. Boom. Okay? Would you do that? All right. Let's go to uh, crime. Political issue. Now, used to be a violence issue, a personal issue of criminals hurting other people. Political now. The overview is this. The progressive left believes we're a racist country. And therefore, we incarcerate more blacks and other minorities than whites. Even though if you look at victims of crime, African-Americans at the top of the list by far and they're being victimized by other African-Americans. Not white people coming in and hurting them. It's black people hurting other black people. All the stats prove it. Doesn't matter. The white intelligentsia, progressive George Soros left, says, no, because we're a racist country, we got to let everybody out of prison. You got to start again. So everybody, no bail, cut their jail time out. Now, about 15% of human beings are sociopaths. Sociopath is a person who has no feelings for other people. They're like the assassins. They're the child molesters. Okay? 15% is a lot of people. used to be society could contain that 15% at least somewhat. Can't anymore because of these insane progressive district attorneys, governors, mayors, on and on. Americans elected them. And now you see the suffering and horror that has come forth. Let's get specific. So in Waukesha, you know about this guy Darnell Brooks, 39 years old, 22 year criminal, 22 years of criminal activity. He tries to run over his girlfriend with a car. He's arrested. They put him out on a thousand dollars cash bail, which he makes. I don't know how he's involved with drugs. Maybe he had a stash of cash someplace. Anyway, he gets out, he goes in, we'll show you the tape here. Um, and he runs over people at a Christmas parade and he kills six. Six, including eight-year-old Jackson Sparks, just runs them over for no reason. Now, the DA in Waukesha is a far-left kook funded by Soros, who actually predicted this would happen, but says, I don't care people die because I think our whole criminal justice system is unjust, and I'm going to let out as many as I can and have very little bail for everybody. Violent people included. He got elected. Okay. So now this is beyond any debate, the Waukesha thing, beyond any debate. So the Democratic Party didn't want to do because now it's right at their doorstep. Democratic Party and Biden support this progressive left madness. They're behind it. They love it. So the Democratic Party said, go, whoa, whoa. Now, on four days ago, November 25th, Kimberly Strassel, a good columnist for The Wall Street Journal, she runs down the big picture, not just Waukesha, but the big picture. So nationally, homicides have increased 30% from 2019 to 2020. And it'll increase more this year, 30%. That's all at the doorstep of the progressive left. All of it. Chicago will end 2021 with the highest murder rate in 25 years. Thousands are being killed in Chicago and maimed and everything else. Thousands. Portland, Oregon, you already know. All right. 1,200 shootings this year compared to 400 in 2019. 400 to 1,200 because they will not enforce the law. L.A., same thing. Um, San Francisco, this is an unbelievable stat, in San Francisco. So according to analysis um, from NBC in San Francisco, in 2020, the fourth quarter, San Francisco police made 131 arrests for felony domestic abuse, which means somebody was beaten to a pulp in their own home. Okay, the DA Chesa Bodine dismissed 86% of those cases. 86% of felony domestic violence he dismissed. So he's being recalled. I mean, it's finally somebody's doing something in San Francisco, and that vote will be in June. But every day, in front of his office in San Francisco, there should be protesters bringing attention to this man. Parents are radicals, you may know his background. Again, San Francisco voters elected him. Minneapolis, Black Friday, okay, 30 people go into a Best Buy, 30, okay, and they rob it. No one arrested. No one arrested. 30 people loot the Best Buy, and not one is arrested. Minneapolis. L.A. Lakewood is a city in the county. Okay? Home Depot. Ten suspects run in, smash and grab, and they have four suspects, according to NBC News Los Angeles. Beverly Grove. Bodega Veneta pepper spray people run in and they grab and they loot. No arrests since Friday, since Friday, more than $1 million of merchandise has been stolen in the United States by these smash and grab gangs. $1 million. Think anybody will go to jail? Anarchy, violent anarchy, how violent? In San Francisco, there's a television station K-R-O-N. I'm sorry, KPIX. There's KRON as a TV station too, but KPIX, Channel Five, San Francisco. Um, so they're out, the news crew covering this crime wave, and the cameraman, um, Kevin Nishita. Uh, I'm sorry, he's a security guard for the cameraman and the reporter. This is his. He was a former police officer. Now he's working private security. He is guarding. Uh, the K.R.O.N. news security team. Um, it's confusing here because KPIX is also involved. Anyway, the, the thugs shot shoot him dead. They try to steal the cameras and all that. He tries to prevent it. He's dead. And here's an eyewitness to it, really. He wanted to make sure people were okay always. He wanted to make sure we were all taken care of.
1: He wanted to make sure the people we were interviewing were taken care of by putting an umbrella up when it was raining so they wouldn't get wet. That is the kind of kind human being he is. This is a man who cared so much about our safety. He drove an hour out of his way to make sure I made it home. It hurts that he didn't make it home.
0: Yeah, it hurts. Now, responsible for that is London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, directly responsible. London Breed has allowed the city to deteriorate into a desperately unsafe place. In combination with Bodine, the DA, there is no law enforcement in San Francisco. None. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 877-444-GOLD or tax GOLD to 65532. Okay. All of this, again, goes back to the Democratic Party. You heard Biden say one word about this? Has he condemned any of it? Has he said anything about it? No. How about Harris, Kamala Harris, former attorney general of California, former DA in San Francisco, said a word about it? No, nothing. I got to tell you, my Democratic friends now fear me. (laughs) My friends fear me. They can't open their mouths. Because between the economy, crime, and national security, this country is in desperate trouble. And everybody who's fair-minded, and my friends are that, know it. Will they switch parties? I hope they do. Not that the Republicans are the greatest. They're not. But go independent like me. Get out of this Democratic Party. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. So here's a story you'll hear nowhere else because this hasn't been reported. And I just basically formulated this. I'm going to tell you about it tonight. I'd like to hear your feedback. There is a new subculture in America. It's been on the rise now for about a decade, about 10 years. Um, It's comprised of people, mainly poor, who live in the big cities, who have no interest in human life or their country. Okay, we've always had these people. But as I said earlier, society was able to contain them to at least to some extent. If you read my book, Killing the Mob, you see how America did contain the worst elements of criminality, but now it's different. So this subculture is raised in an environment where nothing matters. School doesn't matter church doesn't matter respect for parents don't matter nothing matters they get out mainly young boys into their teens and they join gangs of like-minded people they take drugs they consume rap music around the clock vile rap this rap stuff has eroded values in the poor community worse than anything in american history that vile rap industry these kids got the headphones on this hate is pouring into them this is what they listen to constantly all right no parental supervision parents don't care for whatever reason so this subculture is out there are hundreds of thousands of these people now you combine them with the anarchists the Antifas, the communists. You combine the two and you have the perfect storm of anarchy, criminal anarchy. You can't reason with these kids. You can't bring them back. Maybe intense therapy could help some of them. They infect the public school system. They attack fellow kids. They spit in the face of teachers. They laugh at police officers. They will shoot you dead for no reason. Hundreds of thousands of these people are roaming the streets of America, and no one is dealing with it. You think about that. That's the reality here in New York City, where I am, in Los Angeles, in Chicago, and every other major city in the country you can see them take a ride in the poorer neighborhoods you'll see them standing there don't get out of the car you'll get hurt because they know if they hurt you nothing will happen to them and they don't have a feeling for human beings for life in their entire body that's the truth That's what's happened in America, thanks to progressive policies. All right. So the Biden administration is under heavy pressure by the federal courts to reimpose the Trump-era immigration remain in Mexico policy. So you may remember that in January 2019, almost two years ago, be three years ago, Boy, time goes fast, right? It be three years ago the January. the President Trump was finally able to convince Mexico to use its armed forces to stop migrants coming into the USA. And everybody who tried and got in was immediately sent back to remain in Mexico while their cases were adjudicated. First day in office, Biden knocked that out illegally, according to the federal judges. So now... The Biden administration has to go back to that policy. One problem. Obrador, the president of Mexico, won't commit his armed forces. Now, he did under Trump because he feared Trump. He does not fear Biden. So that's where we are in that. I'm watching it very closely. It's a new caravan. On Friday, there were pictures, about 1,000 migrants uh, from Haiti, Central America, Venezuela. Uh, They're walking. Uh, right through the country, Mexico. Nobody's stopping them. And they're heading for Texas. And they'll storm the border there, and most of them will get in directly because of President Biden. Now, if the House of Representatives goes to the Republicans next November, and I were the Speaker of the House, and this was still going on then, I wouldn't impeach up articles of impeachment against Joe Biden. I know it's a political thing, but he's violating, Biden is, directly, himself, federal law, by refusing to enforce it. Would he be impeached and removed? Probably not, unless there's a supermajority in the Senate for the Republicans. But this is horrible. Reimagine, how many times have you heard that word in the last couple of months? Reimagine, let's reimagine everything. When you hear reimagine, sorry about my voice here. When you hear the word reimagine, that's a propaganda euphemism. A euphemism is something that uh, puts a sugar coat on the real situation. So reimagine means destroy. So we want to reimagine policing. That means we want to break it down. And whatever's there, we want to destroy it. Put something else in its place. Reimagine, reimagine the economy, reimagine everything. So, I missed this on November twenty-second. I missed it. It was on C-SPAN. I don't watch C-SPAN much, but I should. I should have got this. So a New York Times correspondent named Jim Tankersley was on C-SPAN talking about the Biden economy. Roll the tape.
1: So the first vision was just to shore up the economy in the midst of uh, the sort of faltering recovery from the COVID recession. And that was what the uh, American Rescue Plan was for, with the $1.9 trillion plan that he signed into law in March. Um, Then he took his broader, longer-term agenda, which is really about reimagining the rules of American capitalism and the role of government in it in in order to, as the president puts it, um, help the country compete in a 21st century economy, both uh, on a worker level and on a business
0: level. Reimagining the rules of American capitalism. That means we don't want it anymore. That's what Biden's doing, trying to centralize the economy in D.C. Just in time for Thanksgiving, Black Lives Matter put out a tweet, throw it on up, quote, this Thanksgiving we send our deepest love to families of loved ones which stolen by state-sanctioned violence and white supremacy. May we offer a special prayer for those who will forever have an empty seat at the table. Very nice. Black Lives Matter, communist group wants complete overthrow of the country. Mick Jagger. So uh, Mick and the boys wrap up their tour in Florida at the Hard Rock Cafe. Dennis Miller and I played there. And then he's talking to the audience, which he rarely does. Jagger doesn't usually talk to the audience. But here's what he said. Go. So, I wish it, I wish could have stayed longer because, you know, there's so much going on. always, you know, we've got Art Basel this week, You know, yeah. got the Led Zeppelin evening, yeah. nah, 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 nah. Yeah. and then there's Kane Brown, and don't miss the Christmas treat at the BB&T Centre with Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly, you know, it's got every bit of anything. So I'm comping Mick and the boys, and I'm also getting him a tutor so the tutor can sit there and explain the Trump O'Reilly history tour. But we appreciate the shout out from Mick Jagger about the Trump O'Reilly history tour, which will roll into Broward County, where Jagger was, uh, on Saturday, December 11th. So I was surprised that old Mick follows me. But, you know, look, he said it sarcastically, but I don't take offense. All right. Mick Jagger wants to chat. I'd be happy to do it. I like some of his songs. I've seen him a couple of times in concert. So thanks for the shout out, Mick, babe. Stay in history. November 29, 2011. Dr. Conrad Murray gets a four year sentence for killing Michael Jackson. So you remember that Jackson was addicted to uh, prescription drugs. Murray gave him an unbelievable cocktail, which killed him. And Murray got sentenced to four years, served two. Um, We don't know where he is now. Uh, The Sun, not a reliable source, reports he's practicing medicine in the Caribbean. But the doctor killed him. I mean, Jackson wanted it, but... um, that happened four years ago. Today, he was sentenced to prison. Okay, I got a good mail segment. Then I got an update on uh, my uh, you know, overall situation here. It's pretty funny. At times, it isn't funny, but I think you'll enjoy the assessment. We'll be right back. Uh, let's go to the mail. Frank Woods, Buffalo, New York. Bill, I assume that Kyle Rittenhouse and his family become wealthy, just like the high school kid from Covington. Question what options does Rittenhouse have against President Biden for defamation? Not He didn't have any. So here's the difference. The Covington situation, those high school kids didn't do anything. And the media defamed them clearly. And they got millions. All right. Rittenhouse is charged with murder. The whole different ballgame. I don't think Kyle Rittenhouse is going to have any success in civil litigation. That doesn't mean he shouldn't try. But if he is going to try, he's got to get a lawyer to represent him pro bono for free. Because in order to file a defamation claim in this country now, it'll cost you a million dollars and up. That's what you'll have to spend. So you've got to get a lawyer to take it on contingency. But if I had to predict, I don't think Mr. Rittenhouse will be getting any satisfaction In the civil courts Lena I agree with you O'Reilly the best way to handle the loons is to leave them to their own folly never wrestle with pigs you both get dirty and the pig likes it George Bernard Shaw thank you Lena interesting quote Marie I grew up in San Francisco I used to love going into the city for a fun day at Fisherman's Wharf now after watching your show Um, My jaw is dropping. Such a mess. I moved away many years ago, but my memories of the old California still linger in my mind. Isn't it a shame? Isn't it a shame? I I think San San Francisco is one of the most beautiful cities in the world. California is stunningly beautiful. They've ruined it. Jana French, Fort Worth, Texas, my husband and I just bought tickets to your Trump O'Reilly show in Dallas. We look forward to it, that'll be on the 19th, Sunday. Now, over the Thanksgiving break, I started to formulate my questions to do my research for the show. You're gonna be very surprised at the questions and the research that we've uncovered. Now, Donald Trump, he's good with me. He answers the questions. And I'm not gonna ask him anything, I'm not gonna try to ambush him, and make him look bad, I'm not gonna do that. It's all about history, facts. So, uh, Jana, I think you're really gonna have a good time. Frank Mangini, Torrance, California. O'Reilly, I saw you and Dennis Miller at the pond in Orange County, California. It was a great show, one of the best I've ever seen. I watch the No Spin News every night. Thank you very much, Fred. Um, this comes from Barbara Young, No Town. I'm using it because it helps me, but gotta have your town. <laughs> gotta have your town, Barbara. Best column ever on BillOReilly.com, Joe Biden and the Family Thanksgiving. I hope you guys read it. I think you'll enjoy it. Karen, thanks so much for the humor. Definitely needed it while preparing my $26 pot roast. I know. Brian Maloney, New York City. Happy Thanksgiving, Bill. I'm thankful that I joined as a lifetime concierge member. And I hope you have a great weekend. Brian, um, Lifetime Concierge, uh, you get unbelievable perks, as you know. We're glad to have you. This day only, we're giving massive discounts to all concierge and premium members. Just Monday, Cyber Monday, today. So they're pounding me on the head to remind you, please go there. You'll pick up a lot of great Christmas gifts and Hanukkah gifts for a little money. Now, this coming Thursday at 9 Eastern, we will have a live town hall, your questions directly to me. Now, I gotta use this thing, so they you text, it comes here, I read and answer, all right? That's what we're gonna do on Thursday. It's gonna be fun, about an hour, no heavy lift, but get your questions, ask me anything, I'll get them on this, I'll answer live, okay? thursday night and word of the day mendacious please don't be mendacious right back with the final thought it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with
1: victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land
0: Okay, so as some of you know, and a very kind emails about it, I had my um, gallbladder removed. And it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And usually I'm pretty good at recuperating and getting back. I'm about 60% now. I mean, my mind's 100, but my, my body is 60. You know, I push myself walking holly to Terra dog. But uh, yeah, I'm tired a lot. It's annoying. But here's the most important thing. You gotta prepare yourself for this. I tell the urchins, even though they're very young, bad things are gonna happen to you unexpectedly. Everybody, nobody gets around it. Everybody suffers. You gotta have a mindset. Number one, you accept it. I had to have this stupid gallbladder out. The stones, whatever it was, no choice. I accepted it. Number two, you Fight like hell, not to give in to the pain or the fatigue. You fight it with your mind. It's all mind. You know, mind over matter? It's true. But the most important thing is that you anticipate it's coming. That doesn't make you depressed or morose. It prepares you. Okay? It prepares you. So when it hits, you fight. That's it. And as I said, you need a good doctor. I have one you can trust who's accessible. If you don't have that, going to really come back at you. Good doctor, good lawyer, good accountant. All three have to care about you. Anyway, I didn't take any days off, didn't take any time off. I'm not going to. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to do the shows with Trump. I'm going to be me. And that's it. We'll see you tomorrow.